Welcome to Her Every Day, to the everyday woman in her 20s that is working on her wellness goals, balancing a social life, pursuing a corporate career, focusing on her growth, starting a side hustle, discovering her passions, and everything in between. This is the podcast for you. My name is Allison, and I'm your host here to bring you unfiltered tips, real talk, and inspiring stories that will help you navigate your everyday during this season. Grab your coffee and your headphones. It's time to tune into today's episode. to the Her Everyday Podcast. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy that you're tuning in and I'm so excited to chat about the topic for today. But before we dive into it, I wanted to just kind of catch up and I don't know, just chat about some fun things first, I guess, Um, but just kind of catch up. So I'm recording this on Saturday. I'm all curled up on my couch in like two blankets because I was <laughs> so cold. My sister and I, we moved into an apartment over the summer. And so as the weather changes, we're still like kind of trying to like figure out the thermostat and everything because sometimes it's like a good temperature but overall it's been like kind of cold the last couple weeks like this Pennsylvania weather is just ridiculous I'm already so tired of the cold but it's been kind of chilly in our apartment so I'm a little bit bundled up I do have the heat on but like I'm still cold (laughs) so I'm recording this in a few blankets and a sweatshirt and sweatpants and I'm just, I'm just hanging out. I was just reading Iron Flame, actually. So if you guys are on book talk, which you should be, we're definitely going to talk about books a lot on here. And I was talking to some of the girls that um, are a part of my book club with me. And I was like, we need just like a book club episode where we all hop on and just kind of record an episode of what it's like when we actually discuss a book um, during our book club. I feel like that would be so, so fun. So if you guys are up for that, I would love that. And I could even like share the book that we're reading for the month or something and then you guys could read it and then kind of be part of the discussion too. I feel like that could be really fun. I really like that idea. So maybe we'll do that. But I'm reading Iron Flame, which is the sequel to Fourth Wing, which like I said, all over book talk. And I have been so excited for this book to come out. I literally, I pre-ordered Iron Flame in June or July, whenever I was able to. And literally it went right to my Kindle. And the second that I saw it was there, I was like, that is what I'm doing that night and so it was I think the seventh that came out so last week and I literally could not wait to get home from work and sit on my couch and read this book and it is so long like I have been reading it and I haven't had a ton of time to read but I've been reading it for a couple of days already now and it my kindle still says that I have like 10 hours left (laughs) of reading time I'm not even halfway through like it is a hefty hefty book but I'm loving it so far. I just, I really, really, really loved Fourth Wing. I love Iron Flame. And rumor has it that it's going to be like a five book series, which means that I'm probably going to be waiting for more books to come out until like, I don't know, 2029 or something, which is kind of painful to think about. Um, But I, I just really love the series and I cannot recommend it enough. I feel like Comparing it to Akatar, which if you haven't read A Court of Thorns and Roses, that whole series, it's a must read. I feel like I like the writing style better in Akatar, but there's just something about the plot, just something about the storyline in Fourth Wing and Iron Flame that I just, I'm really, really loving. So that's what I was doing right before I started to record and I, I looked up at the clock I was like oh my gosh it's like 7 30 I need to record an episode for Monday but before that I picked up my brother and my sister at the airport they um were just in Florida and they were visiting my mom um 
who is at my parents' new Florida house. They just bought a house in Florida a few, in October, I guess it was. So like a month ago. Um, but it's been in the works for a little bit. So my brother and sister were just down there. My dad went down. Um, so I just had to pick them up. And then I'm trying to think, what did I do yesterday? Yesterday I didn't really do, it's been kind of like a slow, lazy weekend, which has been kind of nice. Yesterday, I actually had to work kind of late. I had to work kind of late because um, during my lunch break yesterday, I actually went to the eye doctor and I didn't even think about this. Obviously, when you go to the eye doctor for like an annual checkup or whatever, they dilate your eyes. And I wasn't even thinking about that. I was like, all right, like I'll just go to the eye doctor. I'll come home, just get back to work. Well, I literally could not see anything. I was like, squinting at my computer at my phone I couldn't see anything and I was like you know what I can't just sit around on my couch and wait to be able to see again so I'm just gonna go to the gym so then I went to the gym because I was like I really don't need to see much while I'm at the gym I can pretty much figure everything out at the gym even if I am like half blind um so I went to the gym and then after I after that I just I came home and just finished up work so I was working till probably like 7, 7.30 or so, and then I watched Sleepless in Seattle, which I had never seen that movie before. I don't know why, but I'm obsessed with it now. It's so cute. It has Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks. It's just, it's so cute, like such a classic, cute rom-com, and I loved it, even though I think that I like When Harry Met Sally better. I watched that for the first time a couple months ago. And I think I like that one a little bit better. Um, same actors and everything, but I, I loved Sleepless in Seattle. It was really good. And then I tried to watch Spencer, which is about um, Princess Diana and Kristen Stewart um, plays her. And the acting was really great, but honestly, I couldn't get through it. I thought it was so boring, which made me really sad because I love, like, anything that has to do with the royal family, anything that has to do with Princess Diana, I'm just fascinated by them. Like I'm obsessed with the crown and it comes back on next week. I think it's next weekend. And I was really sad that I could not get through that movie. It was just, it was so slow, did not enjoy it. So then I watched Pretty Little Liars the rest of the night and read Iron Flame. <laughs> so that has been my weekend so far, but I will say I cannot wait for the crown to come back on like so excited I'm really sad though that it is going to be the last season of the crown because I feel like they could still continue to build on it since I know this this next season it's going to touch more on Princess Diana and then also her death um but I feel like they could just continue to build it you know because still so much has happened since you know Princess Diana died so I don't know I'm really, really excited though, and there's gonna be two parts. And then the day after The Crown comes out, the new Hunger Games movie comes out, and I don't know, I'm super excited about that too. I love The Hunger Games. That might make me a little bit of a nerd, but I those are great movies, and those books are really good too. That's like where probably my love for, you know, dystopian books came in. I mean, now I'm reading like Iron Flame and Akatar and Eventually, I'll make it to Throne of Glass and Crescent City. I can't wait for that either. I feel I have so much to do. I have so many shows that are on, movies to see, books to read. There's just, there's so much to do. And it feels like there's just so little time. But anyway, that's just my little, my little weekend catch up. Overall, it's been a nice, slow, pretty low-key weekend. Tomorrow, I'll go to church and clean and grocery shop and just do all that stuff. Um, I think my sister and I were actually gonna go shopping for some Christmas decor too because tis the season and we thought we were gonna decorate our apartment for fall and it just never happened. Like we just, we missed it. <laughs> we just totally missed it. We were like, we need some pumpkin themed things and we have little pumpkins around but we don't have any like, decor decor um but we definitely want to decorate for Christmas so I think we're gonna do that tomorrow too so I'm excited but that's been my weekend and it's been really nice
So today, what I wanted to do is I wanted to jump into, hopefully it's a topic that you guys really enjoy. It seems like based off of what I'm seeing with like downloads and everything, you guys are really liking the episodes that are focused on like routines and um, that type of stuff. So I wanted to bring that back a little bit and what I wanted to chat about today and talk about today is really how to set yourself up for a successful week. I feel like ever since I moved into my apartment this has been something that I have really tried to do every single week Um, and I have a couple of things that I do over the weekend to really set me up for a successful week Um, and I'm going to go through those but I feel like it's just become more of a priority for me now that I have my own space, I have my own apartment and luckily my sister and I we are very much on the same page when it comes to this. Um, We have a lot of the same goals in terms of like how we get ready for the week and everything so a lot of this is actually stuff that we kind of do together but these are just kind of the things that I have learned that have helped to set myself up to have a successful week and just go into a new week with a good headspace, um, a clean space around me and just be prepared overall so that I don't really have to make a ton of decisions um, like during the week in terms of like clothes, food, all that type of stuff. And I've realized when I just simplify it, my week goes so much smoother, which is so important. I think one of the best things you can do, you know, if if you do have certain goals that you're trying to reach throughout the week or just certain goals that you've set for yourself overall, you know, during the year or whatever, I think if you can simplify things for yourself as much as possible, it just makes life a lot smoother. I have learned that when I don't intentionally like plan to have a successful week my week is just chaotic um and I'll get into some of that then but it's just something that I've learned to do like I said especially since having my own space and I found that it's really really important and so I just want to kind of pass this along to you guys too and it might be something that you can implement into your routine um some of these might even be things that you guys are already doing um but just wanted to share some of this with you. So let's just dive into it. So first thing that I try to think about whenever I am trying to plan for the week ahead, which I won't, I won't lie. A lot of times I kind of start to think about what's going to be going on in the next week on like a Thursday or a Friday. I'm not like sitting down, like planning everything out, but I'm starting to think ahead to like, you know, what do I need food wise what do I need you know to prepare what types of appointments do I have and I just I try to think about that a little bit just so that it's not like on Sunday night I'm sitting down and I'm like oh my gosh I have all this stuff that I have to do so I really try to start planning a little bit ahead and I think in a lot of aspects of my life, I'm more so a planner, but I haven't always been when it's come to like setting myself up for a more successful week. And so this is something that's kind of newer for me, but it's been working. So that's just when I kind of start to think about things. But I will say that whatever a successful week looks like for you, that's okay. It's going to be different for everyone because everybody has different goals. Everybody has different things that they're working towards. Um, And so I would think, or I would start thinking, you know, over the weekend, as you're starting to prepare for the week ahead, like, what are your intentions for the week? What are the habits that you want to work on? What is your main goal for the week? And the thing is, not every week is going to be the same, and that's okay. This isn't going to happen every single week. I think you have to give yourself grace when it comes to, like, making habits and, like, you know, planning things out and being really intentional life you have to be a little bit flexible when it comes to life I think you know in routines and things because if you are so like I need to do this 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 and this it's not always healthy and if you're living constantly in a routine I don't think that you're really living so you have to allow for some flexibility but I always think that it's really good to start thinking about these things just so that you can be really intentional with what you want to accomplish during the week. Um, So like I said, think about what are your intentions, what habits do you want to work on, what is your main goal for the week. Um, 
And when you think about those, you know, they can, like I said, they'll look different for everyone. For me, it kind of depends. Like sometimes like my main intention is just like, I need to get to the gym, you know, five days a week. And that's just like my main intention. That's what I, I'm focusing on for the week. Maybe it's something that's more related to work. Like I need to get this done for work. Um, same thing with habits for me. My, I have like the same habits, at least this year, I've had the same habits pretty much every single week. I have like four main habits that I'm always, you know, working on that I'm always like, my goal is always to accomplish those every single day. Um, and then I do try to think of like a main goal for the week. And I try to think of like a main work goal and a main personal goal. Um, and I will say in my planner, which I will get to, it has spots for that, which is really nice. I, I like to be able to write everything down. My planner goes almost everywhere with me. And so I like just having like my intentions, my goals, my habits, just all written down so that when I'm looking at it every single day, it's just right in front of my face. It just, it makes it so much easier for me. So those are things that I would challenge you to just think about as you're getting ready for the week. I think when you have these things in the forefront of your mind, it also really allows you to grow. I would imagine if you're listening to this podcast too, like you are someone who has goals and ambitions and you're really trying to grow in different aspects of your life and I think that when you have intentions habits and goals that you are constantly striving towards each week you will ultimately grow obviously there's actions and decisions that have to be made to you know make these goals you know a reality to um, accomplish those habits but if you are really intentional about those you will you know see that growth that you're looking to see in your life so just a little bit about that that's what I like to think about and what I would challenge you to think about um, in terms of what a successful week looks like for you going back to the planner portion, the number one thing that I would encourage you to do that for me is 100% the number one thing that helps me have a very intentional and successful week is planning it out. I do think that if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. That's something that I heard years ago and it has always stuck with me. I was not always a planner. I'm not super type A. I'm a little bit more laid back and chill, I guess you could say, when it comes to planning. But I have learned um, that if I don't plan and I don't write things out, for me, writing things out helps. Like, I can't do, like, digital planners or anything. Like, I need a paper planner. If I write it out and I'm, I'm just planning it out, for the most part, it will get accomplished. Um, it's just, it's something that I've learned. I just, I have to be very intentional and plan out what I want to do and accomplish during the week. So I think the biggest, one of the biggest things that you can do in terms of planning is write out a to-do list each week and have a personal to-do list and a work to-do list. So my planner, I have talked about this in some other episodes. I use a legend planner. And this is a brand new planner that I used this year. My mom actually gifted it to me for Christmas and I am obsessed with it. It is my favorite planner that I have ever, ever, ever used. And this is not sponsored. I so wish it was because I am just absolutely obsessed with this planner. It is really perfect for the person that is actively you know trying to reach their goals a very ambitious person at the beginning of the year um, there's a lot of things in the first portion of the planner where like you can create a vision board um, you can you have um, space to write down like your vision and ask you questions like what is the most important thing in my life what are my core values it really challenges you um, in those aspects it has a place where you write down your dreams it has a place where you write down like quarter one quarter two quarter three quarter four goals and then the action steps that you're going to take to accomplish those but then on a weekly basis 
up at the top, well, on one page, it has like just a breakdown by day. So, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, etc. Um, and then on the right side, it has a main goal for the week that you write down a habit tracker, a work to-do list, a personal to-do list, then some blank space to write notes. And then at the end of the week, it has a little something called this week's wins, how I'll improve next week, and then like some little things that you can check off based off of things that you accomplished during the week. And I love this layout. It has helped me plan so much because not only am I able to plan like just you know, my appointments and, you know, work meetings and stuff like that. But I'm able to plan my to-dos, my habits, all of that. So in my planner, I have a space to do a work to-do and a personal to-do list. And regardless of whether or not your planner has that or not, I would really encourage you to do so. Um, this is so helpful for me because I like, if I had them all on one list, I it would just be chaos. Um... So I like having two separate lists and I, I fill this out like pretty uh, Saturday night or Sunday. I do this every single week. It kind of just depends what's going on, like what day I'll do it. But what I've started to do too um, is I have been trying to prioritize like my top three to-dos on my work to-do list and my personal to-do list so that I work towards getting those done first and I put those at the top of my list and I try to highlight them too just so that they stand out to me. This has helped me a lot with my work to-dos especially because I do a lot of different things with my job. I work in marketing at a law firm, but I also do um, some little things to help out the lawyers in terms of like new cases and things. And I also, I, I plan um, pretty much like all of our office events and our networking events and things that the lawyers do. And then just little things that pop up here and there. Sometimes it's some administrative stuff. Sometimes it's just working with the lawyers individually on like their marketing goals and stuff. So I have a lot of different things going on um, during the week, a lot of different things that I'm juggling. And so sometimes it can be hard for me to prioritize and just sit down and like accomplish the biggest things because I have so many things like coming at me every single day. Um, so highlighting my top three things that I want to prioritize and get done at work during the week has helped me so much and I try to get those things done like Monday and Tuesday and then the rest of the things on my to-do list I try to do the rest of the week and that just it works really well for me. I think when it comes to a to-do list we normally get so caught up in just accomplishing like the things that we can get done the quickest and that are the easiest and the things that like we might not I guess you could say dread <laughs> like there's definitely things that I know that I put on my to-do list where I'm like oh I so don't want to do this but I know that I have to and it's important and so I think sometimes we go for the easier things rather than just diving into the more important things because maybe we don't want to do them. So just listing the three most important things on both to-do lists, highlighting them, making sure they're a priority. It has helped me so much and I think it just helps me work more efficiently um, both in my work life and then in my personal life. So highly, highly recommend that. I also, and this is in my planner too, but even if your planner doesn't have this, highly recommend doing this as well. But I write down all the habits that I want to maintain during the week. And I think that I've talked about this before, but this year at least, and I have a feeling this is going to trickle into next year, but this year, the habits that I'm really focusing on um, is doing, like accomplishing my morning routine. And that includes my gratitude journal, reading my Bible, my personal development, which sometimes is, a, I'm kind of flexible with the personal development. It's either listening to a podcast, um, reading a book, um, listening to an audio book. I'm, I'm pretty flexible when it comes to that. I didn't always used to be, but just with my schedule, um, I'm a little bit more flexible on what I consider personal development, I guess. Um, and then also exercise and my last habit, it kind of has 
fluctuated here and there throughout the year but right now I'm really working on being a little bit more active on social media which you might be like that's a weird habit to have but I fell away a little bit from um, being more active on social media and like posting and things like that and obviously because I work on social media that's something that I need to be doing and so that's a habit that I'm working on too so those are the habits that I'm currently working on I mean you can whatever habits you want you you can list down too like maybe you're tired of not making your bed every day like that can be a habit that you you write down um it can really be anything whatever it is that you're working on and you don't need to have that many habits like you could have two I think when it comes to planning out the habits that you're working to maintain you don't want to overwhelm yourself either like you don't want to have a list of you know 12 habits that you're working on because chances are that's unrealistic and you won't necessarily be able to accomplish that on a daily basis. I think when it comes to creating a habit, which I think we have to have an episode on this, um, but when it comes to creating a habit, I think you have to make them realistic for yourself. Um, And if you've never read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, I highly, highly recommend that book. It's fantastic. So good. If you struggle with like creating a habit and then staying consistent with it, that book is a must read. You have to read it. It's seriously so good. I read it, I think like three years ago, maybe two years ago. So, so good so good. So definitely suggest doing that. Also in terms of planning out um, things to accomplish during your week, I highly recommend if you are on, you know, a health and wellness journey to plan your workouts. This is something that I did not do for the longest time. And I feel like that's why I used to have such an issue when it came to working out because I just, I didn't have a plan for it. And so for me, I'm not someone where I plan out like the exact exercises that I'm going to do, but I do have in my planner in that little note section, I have um, each day of the week written down and then the type of workout that I'm going to do. So I have like, I just write down like legs on Monday, back and buys on Tuesday, Peloton on Wednesday, and so on and so forth. And this just really helps to keep me on track. Again, I am flexible because sometimes, you know, things might pop up. Um, like, I, I don't know, things might pop up. Like maybe one night I'll decide to like go out to dinner with a friend and I normally work out in the evening. Um, maybe I'll have to just skip a workout for that day. Or if it isn't last minute, I'll just have to work out in the morning and like instead of going to the gym, I'll ride on my Peloton, like whatever it may be. But I like to have a plan. Um, And I will say it's very satisfying to just put a little check, a little check mark next to the exercise that I completed um, that day. But if you're someone where you like writing out, you know, every, every single exercise that you're going to do during your workout, more power to you. Go do it. Whatever works best for you. That's just not something that I do. Um... And this is just what works for me. But I will say that it has helped me stay on track so much better. Just knowing, like going into the gym and knowing what I'm going to do that day, it's such a game changer. And then also lastly, in terms of planning it out, make sure that when you are planning out your week, like you just put in like all your appointments, your get togethers, if you're going out to dinner with someone, um, your work meetings, put it all in your planner seriously like plan it out it's going to help you so much to have it all written down in your planner or if you use a digital planner just have it all in there as opposed to like waiting for that text like if you put it in your calendar on your phone um and you like forgot about it which I'm guilty of like sometimes I'll do that I'll just put like a doctor's appointment in my phone and I won't write it down and then I get that alert like a half hour before my doctor's appointment and I'm like oh this is lovely you know should have written that down in my planner so don't do that it just it stresses you out just look through your phone look through your you know appointments everything have it all planned out and for me something else that has helped me just stay more organized in this area is I highlight 
everything. Like I color code things, which might sound kind of crazy. It's, I don't have like the craziest schedule, so it's not like insane, but it helps me. Like if I'm just glancing at my planner, I know like what are like my work, my work assignments, my work meetings, like what is work related, then what is like my for my side hustle, what is like more like personal things, like going out to dinner with friends, whatever. And so if I'm just flipping open my planner, like I know, I know what's what, um, because it's color coded. So I also encourage that I've, I've learned in my 27 years (laughs) that just being organized, it makes life so much easier. I was not, like I said, I was not always a planner. I was not always super organized and I still have moments when I'm not, but I have learned just with the different things that I juggle on a daily basis from a side hustle to my normal job to just my personal life and my social life and my friends and my family and everything. It's just, it, it makes life so much easier to plan everything out and be organized. (laughs) So Take my advice and use the highlighters in your planner. I promise, promise, promise it it's beneficial. It really, really is. So that's number one, plan it out. Number two, um, this is something that, again, I have kind of introduced more so since I have my own space and moved into my apartment. But number two for setting yourself up for a successful week is organize and clean your space. For me, I cannot focus or be productive in a chaotic environment. I used to be able to, like when I was in high school and part of college, like I was not always like the neatest person. I don't know how I did it. But now again that I'm older, I cannot focus. I cannot be productive if there is clutter, if my space is just not clean like I just I I cannot have a chaotic environment around me or else I start to feel chaotic so over the weekend I always try to prioritize just organizing and cleaning my space so over the weekend I always do laundry put away laundry sometimes I'll do this on my work from home days too um if I do have like a lot of stuff going on over the weekend, but I I do my laundry, put it away and I clean my apartment. And well, my sister and I, we kind of tag team it and do it together. And we each have our own little chores and luckily we work very well together, but we always clean our space and we never ever feel like it. Never, because we normally clean on a Sunday and we're like, all we want to do is just sit on our couch and catch up on Bachelor in Paradise. But we always feel so much better after we're all done and we have just this clean space. And I will say it doesn't take long to clean when you have an apartment. Like it really, it doesn't take us that long. Um, But I will say we do try to do like one deeper clean per month. Um just so that we we make sure that we're we're keeping everything nice and tidy. Um, I saw somebody on TikTok actually. She was talking about how she always challenges herself and now she's made it like a series where she always challenges herself to clean her entire apartment and the time it takes her to wash and dry her sheets. Um, and I love that because that takes like maybe an hour and a half tops um and honestly if you have a small smaller space like it's totally possible to be able to do that I did that last weekend I was like I'm gonna challenge myself and I did it last weekend I was like okay um I can do this so it really it does not take that long for me I always try to focus a lot on like cleaning my bathroom just because my bathroom just gets I feel like the dirtiest because I do my makeup in there like I get makeup on my counter and stuff and then just because like I blow dry my hair and do my hair in there I there's like hair on the floor and so I just I I can't I need my bathroom to be clean so that's like always my number one thing that I I make sure that I clean like if I can't clean anything else if it's a really busy weekend I always 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 make sure that I just like wipe down my counters, do a quick little sweep through my bathroom and it makes me feel 10 million times better. I just, I cannot deal (laughs) with my apartment is not 
somewhat clean before I start my week. It just, like I said, I can't, it makes me feel like chaos, like just pure chaos. It makes me feel a little bit stressed out, which is, that's growth guys. Cause I was not always super, super organized and like, I don't want to say I wasn't clean because I was clean, but I just, I, I was able to function more in clutter and I just, I cannot do that now. And it's so satisfying to just clean your apartment and know that you're going into the week, no clutter with a clean space. And it's just a really, really good feeling. I will say too, that cleaning is a really great time for habit stacking which is kind of, it's basically multitasking. So when I clean, instead of just listening to music, which sometimes I do, don't get me wrong, but I really try to listen to some type of a podcast. Last week when I was cleaning, I did like one podcast that was kind of more entertaining. It was the Skinny Confidential um, podcast and Bryn Whitfield from Real Housewives of New York City was on. So that was a little bit more entertaining than like personal development, educational type content. Um, But it was a really good episode. If you're a fan of Real Housewives of New York, I highly, highly recommend listening to that episode. So I listened to that. And then I also listened to, oh my gosh, what was it? I think it was Janine Amapala's podcast. I think, I forget what episode it was, but I think I listened to hers. And then I also, I listened to The Squeeze, which is like Taylor and Taylor Lautner's podcast. They're super cute. I actually, I just recently started listening to their podcast and I really like it. I can't remember if I listened to that while I was grocery shopping or cleaning, but regardless, I listened to those um, while I was cleaning and it's just a great way to habit stack and just, you know, get in some, some good stuff, fill your head with good stuff, some personal development to learn, to grow while you're doing something that you have to do anyway. Plus it just makes it more fun. Like, I don't know. It's, it's way more fun to listen to a podcast and clean than to just clean and listen to nothing, you know? So Highly, highly recommend habit stacking. It's, it just, it makes it way more enjoyable. So number three, plan out your meals. Can you tell a lot of planning and organizing is involved in, at least for me, in setting up a successful week, but plan out your meals. That's number three. So for me, I learned this the hard way. If I do not plan what I'll eat, I I literally just like won't eat or I'll just eat junk. And for me, because my wellness um, has been way more of a priority for me, this is something that I do take a lot of time to like plan out and think about um, each week because it's just, it's become way more of a priority for me just eating healthy during the week. Um, So I typically will always grocery shop on Sundays after church. It's just kind of the routine that I have now. Um, But I always grocery shop for the most part on Sundays after church. And my suggestion is to always go with a list. I always try to plan out what I'm going to be making um, on a Saturday or a Friday so that I, again, I have a plan and I, I know what I'm going to the grocery store for. If I don't have a list, um, I can just, I could spend hours in the grocery store. I really, really could. So I always try to have a list. Um, and also another thing that my sister and I have done (laughs) too many times is we don't always check our fridge to see like what we have in there. So if I don't go with a list and like after I have inspected my kitchen to see like what I actually have, I'll end up buying something that is already in my fridge or in my pantry or something. So it's always good to just go through, check it out, have a list, make sure that you have enough ingredients for X, Y, or Z and just like plan it out. Um, but this, it just, it helps so much. And then when you have a list, you can just be in and out of the grocery store. It doesn't have to be, you know, like an hour long thing. It can be like a 20 minute, 
thing. So I normally am in the grocery store for like 20 to 30 minutes, depending on what I'm getting. And depending on how many grocery stores I go to, I will say there are some times, depending on what I need, where I do end up going to three grocery stores, (laughs) which is kind of obnoxious. But I normally, on any given Sunday, I am normally at two grocery stores because I have to get raw milk at Whole Foods and then... I shop at Redner's and then if I like need something else that I can't get at Redner's I will go to Wegmans but I try to avoid Wegmans honestly because it's just it's chaos in there and I I cannot and the thing is I love Wegmans I literally love Wegmans so much but it is so busy now I feel so old saying that but it is just so busy and it is just not fun and not enjoyable. So I avoid Wegmans at all costs, which is so sad because I love it. But something that my sister and I, we've been wanting to do is because we have so many, like we live in an area where there are just so many grocery stores. Like we have Redner's, Giant, Wegmans, we have Trader Joe's, which isn't super close, but it's kind of close. We have Aldi, we have Lidl, I think is how you say it. Lidl, Lidl, I don't know how you say it. Um... We have, like, Landis Supermarket isn't that far from us. Like, we have a lot of different options. So we've been thinking, like, maybe we should just switch it up and see if maybe we find, like, somewhere else to go. I don't know. We've just been thinking maybe we should try out some other stuff. I've actually wanted to shop at Giant, um, but I just – I haven't gone. Like, I just – I go to Redner's because I know what I need there. I'm, I'm in and out. But I kind of want to switch it up and try out some new grocery stores. I don't know. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. But, um, yeah. So, in terms of just, like, staying organized with meals and everything, I meal prep on Sundays as well. Um, And I know that there's some people who don't like to, like, actually meal prep, like, full meals. They would rather just prep the ingredients and then cook. I am not that person. (laughs) I want to prep a full meal because like I said, I try to keep this literally like as simplified as possible. So I, I have something that I make for breakfast, for lunch, and for dinner. And for the most part, normally like that will last me the full week. Um, And so I just, that's just what I do. It's just what works for me. I don't have to think about it. And so I will just meal prep like breakfast, lunch, dinner. Um, And like I said, I try to keep it simple. So like even my meals are simple. And this is just me. Like you do not have to do this, but this is just what works for me with where I'm at and with the goals that I have. Um, I kind of rotate the same meals every few weeks. I have been on like a big like chicken salad kick for lunch actually and I've made like a bunch of different types of chicken salad and they're very high protein they're very good I'm not gonna lie though I'm getting a little bit tired so I'm gonna have to find something else to like (laughs) fixate on um but that's something that's super super easy to meal prep for lunches um for dinners a lot of times I'll do like some type of ground turkey or ground chicken bowl like sometimes um I'll do like a Mediterranean one or like a taco bowl it's just it's simple I'm so happy that we're getting back into soup season though because that is one of the easiest easiest things to meal prep and you can add so many different veggies to it and just get all that good stuff um in one one meal so I just I kind of just rotate meals and I just I keep it super simple and then I don't have to think about it too much so it just it keeps me on track it keeps things simple and that's just what works for me but regardless of whether you want to prep full meals or your ingredients I think it's always beneficial to do some, either one of those, do something because it's just going to make your life so much easier throughout the week and just really set yourself up for success in that area so that you're not reaching for junk food or, you know, going out to go grab like Wawa or something on your lunch break. Like it just, it, it makes life so much easier. Another thing or number four, um, that I think is really important to do to set yourself up for a successful week is to get some type of movement 
in. Um, so my weekends are normally like my rest days because I really am, I have become very consistent with going to the gym like Monday through Friday. Um, and so, like I said, my weekends are normally my rest days, but I typically aim for like one active rest day over the weekend. Um, just because I think that it's really beneficial to still get some movement in. I have found too that, especially when I was first starting more of like my wellness journey and really um, like trying to stay more consistent with going to gym to the gym and building that habit, it was easier for me to get back into the swing of like my weekly routine with the gym when I still incorporated some type of movement over the weekend. And so for me, normally that's a walk. Um, sometimes I'll go to the gym. That's kind of rare on the weekends. Um, sometimes I'll go on my Peloton, but normally over the weekends, I try to get in like one nice longer walk. Um, sometimes that's something that my sister and I do together, sometimes with friends, sometimes with my mom. It just, it kind of depends. I think it's always good just to like get up and get fresh air, especially as we're entering the winter months. Um, just getting getting outside and feeling the sun on your face like it's just it's so nice and it's so good for you like walking is some of the best exercise and over the weekends that's typically you know when I have more time especially too now that it's getting darker way earlier um it's like one of the only times when I can like really get a nice walk in so I don't want to pass that up too much so I try to do that I just get some type of movement in um because I don't I think there's a time and a place to just sit and rot all weekend on the couch like we all need a nice rot day where all we do is sit in sweats and eat you know ice cream and watch reality tv but you don't want that to be every single weekend you know um so just doing a little something even if you even if it's like 15 minutes 20 minutes a half hour at the gym just doing like a short ab circuit even if it is just going outside and just walking for a little bit like just doing a little something just to get the blood pumping just so that you're not just doing nothing um and again this is a great time when you can you know catch up on a podcast where you can listen to an audiobook where you can really kind of pour into yourself um too before the next week begins which i think is always really important too and lastly, the last part of setting yourself up for a successful week is I think doing a little bit of self-care. Self-care is not selfish. And I know that a lot of times weekends for most of us, they can get pretty busy and it's easy to get caught up in, you know, maybe weddings or just plans with friends or going out with friends or dinners or whatever it might be um but I think it's always and while those things can really fill your cup I do think that it is also important to do a little bit of self-care and you know fill your cup up a little bit by just doing something that is just for you that's going to help you just relax a little bit, recharge a little bit. Um, and so I always try to do just a little something for myself. That's like a little special. That's a little, a little part of self care. Um, that just, it makes me feel good. So sometimes, you know, that could be an everything shower, like just going in doing your everything shower, self tanning, moisturizing, dermaplaning, you know, the whole thing. I don't know about you, but after I, you know, doing everything shower. I am a little bit worn out afterwards. I'm not going to lie, but I just, I feel so good and just like clean and moisturized. Then you get into like your fresh sheets and it's just, it's the best feeling. And I swear that that is like one of the like best self-care things you can do to like set yourself up for a good week. Um, so that's, you know, just an idea. Maybe it's like you're staying in on a Saturday night you want to make your favorite meal and have a glass of wine and make it like a little bit more fun, play some like dinner music, like just a little something that is special for you that fills your cup. Um, another thing, wake up, grab a coffee from your favorite coffee shop. Maybe it's, you know, making coffee at home and just sitting down and spending a little bit extra time in your Bible or, you know, in prayer or something like that. Something that's just little it doesn't have to be extravagant but just something that fills 
your cup up so that you can kind of decompress from the week that you just had and go into the next week feeling a little bit more refreshed. I think that in just the world that we live in and just, you know, how crazy life can be. Like we're all balancing a lot of different things. It's really, really important to take a little bit of time over the weekends when for the most part, we'll have a little bit of time for just ourselves and really taking advantage of that because that is ultimately going to help you. Like I said, just decompress, relax a little bit, recharge a little bit, which will ultimately help you in the week ahead. So I know that this was kind of long. This was kind of longer than what I thought it was going to be, but those are just a few things that I have incorporated into my weekends that I think are just so helpful and so important when it comes to really setting yourself up for a successful week. And I think when you're very intentional about planning, planning it out and organizing, making sure you have a nice space, um, you know, getting some movement in, doing a little bit of self-care, like grocery shop, like just like doing all of these things you're just really intentional about it you are intentionally setting yourself up to have a good week and like I said life is busy it's crazy there's a lot of things going on but there are little things that you can do to just simplify and just make it easier for yourself and that comes with intentionally planning it out, just being very intentional in what your goals are, what what habits you're going to be working on. Um, and it really, it makes all the difference. It really, really does. From going to someone who did not do this for a while to now someone who really prioritizes doing this, I can promise you that when you prioritize being more intentional with you know, just setting yourself up to have a successful week, you will have a successful week. You won't go into a week feeling stressed, feeling like there's clutter all around you, feeling like you're just in chaos. Like you will go into your week just set up to accomplish what you want to accomplish. And that is just such a great feeling. So that is all I have for today. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope it was valuable. I hope that these are some things that you start to incorporate um, into um, your routine for setting yourself up for a successful week. And if you have anything that you do to really intentionally set yourself up for a successful week that has really worked well for you, I'd love to hear about it because it might be something that maybe I want to add into my routine. So feel free to DM me, um, message me, text me, whatever it may be. I would love, love, love to hear from you. And yeah, so thanks guys so much for tuning in. And I will be back next week with another episode. Hope that you have an amazing, amazing week. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. For more Her Everyday content, follow the podcast on Instagram at Her Everyday Podcast and also subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you're loving Her Everyday, rate the podcast and leave a review. I would absolutely love to hear why you love Her Everyday and some of your favorite takeaways from the episodes. Until next time, see you soon.